amigos. Welcome back to the Sandcast podcast. Uh, we are doing an international version of the Sandcast this week. We are down here in Mexico at the Cancun Hub. Um, it is week two. We uh, I've actually been here for almost three weeks, but we just finished the second event here in Mexico, and uh, we got some downtime, so I figure why not bring an international podcast in for our fans. Uh, I was going to get an international guest, but since we're in the bubble, we're all supposed to stay within our teams. So I brought in someone from Team USA, my ex-coach and the coach of Kalinsky and Stockman, Evie Matthews. What up, Ev? What's up, everyone? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're just enjoying uh, going over the matches for the week. There's been a lot that's gone on here it's crazy how much volleyball is being played in just what two weeks so so basically let, let me just break this down for you the the there's no days off basically <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say there's a country quota and then there's qualifiers and then we have the four-day events and then the very next day the country quota starts again so if you're in the country quota you're basically screwed and you're just grinding um but if not, then you get those two days off. And if you lose early, obviously, you're not playing on you know, the fourth day. So you, you can get some days off. Um, but it's, it's been crazy out here. Uh, it's, well. <laughs> it's a little toasty as well. So um, you got to manage the heat and uh, you also got to manage the wind. <laughs> it's a swirly wind. Oh, dude, the wind's been crazy over here. How's, um, how's it for your girls? Because your girls have been playing some unreal ball and they're actually very 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 much in the contention for the olympic race just grinding out points with uh clays and sponsor and carrie walsh jennings and brooke sweat for that second spot but how, how's your team been adjusting with that wind um well it's been tough right because you don't get a chance to practice in it much like obviously we're in hermosa and we get the wind that's uh, coming from the ocean, but this is kind of a swirly wind, so it's it's uh, it's hard to predict, and it kind of comes and goes. Um, yeah, we started out the tournament, went in our first game, and then we drew Switzerland was number five seed at the time, up twenty fifteen on the bad side. Got to you got to close it out for sure, and then a couple let serves, a, a serve that was a shank that was an ace, and. All of a sudden, you're taking a timeout, grinding, trying to finish off the first, and we didn't. So then we had to make it back, got to ninth, and played a really, really good Russian team uh, that happened to be in the finals just now against Agatha Duda. So um, we've had some downtime to practice. The practice courts, it's unfortunate, they're on the other side of the hotel, so it's a little bit different, the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's still difficult to deal with that wind over there, too. But it's more just, yeah, managing the the emotional drainage that it takes going from one side to the next, uh, the ups and downs, the transition plays that don't necessarily go your way that you're so used to maybe going your way. So yeah, just trying to manage that and recognize that it's not always going to be perfect. Totally. And I mean, you know more than anyone how, how emotionally draining the, the uh, Olympics uh, thing is, you know, we, we dealt with it the last quad and uh, I haven't even played an event outside of the Olympic qualification because I missed those two years off from Olympic qualification. So yeah, it, it's it's intense out here. I mean, there's a lot of teams like you're walking around and we're legit 
around all these other teams all day long, but you can see like the highs and lows that people are going through out here as they, you know, realize that their Olympic dreams are like, they're so close to it. They're, you know, making steps towards qualifying or not. Um, and it's crazy, but it's cool to see the American women just bawling out. And you guys played amazing in Doha as well. Yeah. Doha went really well for us. Um, until it didn't, right? <laughs> you, you drew April and Alex in the semis, and they played better than us. And that was actually swirly wins too. And uh, but yeah, no, we overall, geez, we that was our first tournament. We switched sides in the off season. We decided to make that adjustment. So that's a great start. I yeah, yeah, we switched sides. We put Kelly on the right and Emily on the left, and opened up more things for us. So um, and then coming here, yeah, you got to deal with the elements. So it's one of those like, man. You're kind of like you saw Mullen Storm just won the first two tournaments. It was a business trip for them, and now they're running out to get on a plane. Well, for a lot of teams, they're probably going to leave going, man, like, how could we or what could we have done different? And it's not like you need to switch everything up. It's just we're in it for three weeks, and unfortunately, there's only um, five tournaments to try to, you know, well, there'll be three left after or two left after this bubble. And uh, you can feel the anxiety from the teams. It's almost like you got robots out there practicing and yeah. working out and such. But you just got to try to take it one play at a time. It's easier said than done for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I like the way we're playing. I like our mentality. Like um, we may need to make a few adjustments going into this third one. Uh, and I think most of the, the top teams are for sure. Like everyone's starting to serve a little bit better in the wind. Everyone's starting to figure out the better way to play defense. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's not just, like, windy. It's, like, oh. gnarly wind. Like, you're warming up, especially on the yeah. warm-up court. You're, you're barely playing volleyball. Like, you're legitimately setting it four feet off from where you'd normally set it so that it blows to that spot four feet away. Yeah. The one warm-up court is uh, the Canadian girls' team. Um, Mel and Sarah, they uh, they won't even warm up on that court. Like, And I get it. Like, I wanted to try because we're on court too, but try is just like you roll it in and you just – yeah, you bump set. It's it's really bad. It's making it's, the, the coaches look bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the one side, the Australian coach tried to serve when he fell over on his stomach because Kirk, he still tried to serve it, but it went so far out in front of him, he, he just missed it completely. So, yeah. Um, it, but, man, both teams got to deal with it, right? Yeah. So who can manage it a little bit better? And sometimes you managed it as well as you possibly could have, and it it didn't go your way. Yeah. So... It's crazy, too, because, like, I mean, what other sport is it where we're coming down to, like, this is the most high-pressure situation, high-pressure volleyball, and then you show up here, and it's a completely different game, right? Like, the whole game is, there. you know, other sports have, like, oh, there's that one game where the wind was crazy, and, you know, in football, you had to run it the whole time, or... I don't know, the AC was broken in the NBA gym and everyone was sweating and LeBron got dehydrated or whatever, where, where it really changes the game, you know? And But for us, it was like, like this is a completely different game. You got a guy like Adrian who can ball out. Uh, Adrian and, and his partner can ball out in any conditions, but in the wind, it's really helpful to them. I think the Qatar guys as well, they're kind of used to that wind yeah, yeah. and they're playing amazing also there you know these guys could win in any conditions but it definitely is is playing 
favorites, you know, the conditions. And there's only, this is three of the last five events of the year. So it's pretty crazy. If you look, yeah, it's funny because we're coaching girls and then you're watching guys' matches. The guys are just, their athleticism is like they can take care of a set that's 10 feet off. We're like, if the girls aren't in a pretty good situation, but then you see the dudas of the world, you're like, holy crap, that was like 10 feet off. She crushed it. Even the young Russian girls, they're pretty athletic, so they can make something that didn't look so good look decent, you know? So, yeah, uh, we were practicing certain things going into this. And we heard it was going to be kind of windy or cool off the shore. That's fine. Yeah. We can still kind of run. But then you get here and you're like, wow, okay, all bets are off. Even for game plans, too. Like, if there's a good side, but I'm thinking there's a bad side, what I'm thinking, okay, well, we did this again. Okay, that all bets are off. We're not, we can't necessarily do that. And mm-hmm. yeah, making those adjustments. And it's on, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you just try to do the best you possibly can. Yes, the Olympics are coming up, but the most important part is the next point, the next match that we're going to play and we'll do the best we can try not to think about any of that other stuff our job is going to continue after the olympics too like it's a profession for the girls and yeah it's what they love to do and you try not to make that moment bigger than what it is right but um getting back to that i think the teams like agatha Duda that have great ball control um they've been able to do pretty good but if you look at australia amazing team they just came back from their tour the girls mm-hmm. they're number two in the world and here they're losing in pool the very first tournament to another team from Cuba, the Cubans who we never see. Yeah, they go and they win their pool. <laughs> we we're like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and then another Cuban team, they almost won their pool. But my point that athleticism, I think that that really helped Qatar. Uh, and on the girls' side, it helped them as well. And then all of a sudden, April and Alex are losing to Australia, who again their whole tour has been in the wind. And then we draw them for this tournament <laughs> because they didn't win their pool again. Um, and that's just kind of how it's been on the girl's side. And I know on the guy's side, too. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, if you can deal with the wind just a little bit and uh, be able to deal with bad setting, which seems like at the highest level you should always be able to. But Mel and Sarah in this tournament, uh, they lost to Germany, and the, they went on a serving spree. So, you're, you know, the teams are winning in different ways. But that the teams that got that athleticism on the girl's side especially have dealt really well. Yeah. I think uh, that for sure goes both ways. And that's kind of the beauty of beach volleyball, right? It's like like the most well-rounded version of volleyball, right? If if you compare indoor and everything. And then being able to play in the wind, in the heat, because now you're testing your physical abilities, right? And there's some guys that are not handling the heat uh, as well as others, for sure. Young guys, they need girls and guys, but more young guys, which is weird to me. I I'm like, man, like, it's it's warm, but like at a young age, I'm right. I'm. It's weird to see that. I feel. Like, yeah, you don't really have an excuse. I mean, there's the acclimation, right? Like where your body, like the science. I get. I mean, I don't know the real science, but I've heard like if you don't acclimate your body, then it, it goes into more of a, like a panicked state when it hits a certain temperature whereas like if you've been in the sauna or playing in the heat your body your brain will like allow you to relax into that heat which you know we we've been hitting it's been pretty cold in california windy which is good but cold um but at usa volleyball we have a sauna which has been really cool um because we've been able to get in there and I, i go in the jacuzzi as much as i can um but I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I actually was talking to um, uh, Tolly. 
well, I forget his first name, a German blocker. Um, and he was saying that there's like science behind if you acclimate your body once within six months, your body remembers that and, and you'll be acclimated basically for six months. So like, for example, he said, because he played here in this heat, his body will remember and be acclimated for Tokyo. I've, I'd never heard that before, but that's like their theory, the German's theory. So he's like, because his partner Wickler is not here or Wickler, uh, he, uh, he's not going to be acclimated is what he said. I hadn't really heard that before. No, maybe he should just take a quick trip here <laughs> afterwards, yeah, just find a way. That's That seems pretty far out, though. Yeah, I, I have no idea if that's actually true. Well, I, I think that the, the stress levels are... We're in a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, like, you don't get to leave. Um, you know what's at stake. I think a lot of others... And then all, when you're dealing with that swirly win, you're losing points, every side switch that would normally be yeah. a really, really good scoring opportunity, and then you're going maybe to the bad side and you're giving up two more. I think when your anxiety levels go up, I think everything tightens up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, so I think there's a lot of that too. Yeah, and for me, it's been like um, just mental strength of being down and like because if you start on the bad side and you lose the side switch maybe by like three or four you're down three or four it's really not as big of a deal if you're going to the good side you know but mentally if you check out you're like i'm down you know whatever whatever it is down three or four you're like damn this sucks like we're we're getting crushed kind of early you know um or even late it's like it's all good We, we need to fight fight them off on the bad side. If we come out even, that's a win. Or even down one is okay. And then you go to the other side and you realize you there's always a shot to, to score. But it's funny because sometimes it, it happens the opposite, where everyone starts scoring on the bad side for some reason. I think maybe like there's like a psychological thing going on there too. Start overthinking it yeah. a little bit too much, yeah. Or pressing maybe a little bit too hard, like being on the Pyramid bad side. Serves. Yeah, like, okay, here's the side. we got to get our points over here kind of thing. And it's like, hey, we did pretty good on the bad side too. Do we want to make them play? Like, mm-hmm. there, That's the, more, the, the game within the game, right? Like just trying to manage the moment. Like what, what is the best thing for us to do right now? How are we scoring our points? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or do like in – I watched April and Alex's match with Russia. They're up 10-7 playing great. And uh, Russia needed to do something different. And sure enough, the little girl went for her serve. Boom. All of a sudden, it was like four or five in a row. Changed the tide. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got to go back to the other side and decide, do I want to keep going for it on this side? Well, with that kind of win, probably not. Maybe we've got to get some defensive stops. And maybe they're thinking about, oh, boy, we just gave up that. Like, yeah. There's so many little things that you can – hopefully you don't overthink it yeah. per se. But, yeah, it's a, it's a gamble. Sometimes they say, hey, it's not in the third. It's not bad starting on the bad side because you should end on the on the good side right. well if you get down by a lot that yeah. doesn't feel good <laughs> yeah exactly. it's like hey we're gonna end on the good side yeah it's probably gonna be 14-8 when we get over there but <laughs> right, right exactly <laughs> it's like oh great <laughs> i'll take the bad side of 14-8 yeah <laughs> that i mean the just the psychological battle has been something that i've been i feel like i mean me and trevor have played two events this year you know God, i mean absolutely. other other teams have maybe played three but uh I feel like we're getting better and better with every match, which is why I'm kind of glad that we're playing three in a row, even though it's a grind. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're just getting our reps in 
fast. And, th- and that feels really good because we were playing like crap in the off season at one point. <laughs> you know what? I'll say one thing quick before I don't mean to cut you off. What I like to like, you're only you got to remember we're in a bubble and there's only a certain amount of courts. So it's like 30 minutes. And yeah. it's, you know, you used to get in an hour. Sometimes they're cutting it down. So you're doing your warm-up outside the court, and then you get on, and there's a certain intensity even in practice. Yeah. Because you're playing against another country. Everyone knows what's at stake. So those practices are not – and then there's the win. So nothing feels – you're, oh, I want to work on this. I want to work on that. Yeah, just throw the ball up in the air and tell me – just right. try to bump and get a set. Yeah, exactly. And figure out a way to get kills on both sides of the court. Yeah. and. I like that. It's like you're saying, and you guys are handling it well. You guys are a point away from having an opportunity going game three with Mullen Storm, and you're you know you're battling for a spot too. Took out Krasilnikov. That's jeez, that's a huge Russian team. Like, Dude, we, it's been a, a interesting event for Trev and I. You know, and I don't want to speak too early, but just the way that it's gone so far has been. We've taken out every almost every top seed we've drawn. But then we didn't take care of, well, you know, the Czech guys are the reigning champs, so we lost to them. That, And the only reason that's kind of disappointing is because I don't feel like we played our best ball that match. Um, and then we did lose to the Polish guys. Um, to, to, it was windy. It was both, they were both windy, but um, those are two teams we feel like we match up well with and can beat, and those are the ones we ended up losing to here. But then we took out, you know, Latvia, Nikolai Lupo, Bruno, Evandro, Krasilnikov, and then obviously we didn't we didn't uh, finish off Molin Sorum, but um, we've been playing better ball against them. So uh, we just need to tighten up the screws on on those things. And for me, I think it's been a little bit more um, just like uh, like you were saying, like making adjustments at the right time, like knowing when to go for your serve, when you need to, when not to. Uh, when to stop chasing and trying to run plays and just let them come to you and just cover court and make them make perfect shots. That's kind of been what uh, an, an adjustment that's felt good for me. How's it? Try here. Just want to take a quick commercial break to let you know about a new game called CrossNet. CrossNet is the f- world's first four-square volleyball game. So instead of there being two sides of the net, there's four sides to the net and it X's in the middle. Uh, it's a really fun game, and I joined the CrossNet team late last year, and I've been having a lot of fun with it with my buddies out in Hawaii and also here in California. Uh, I've been playing with other pros as well, like Casey Patterson and the Crab Brothers, uh, but it's not just for pros. It's actually great for all skill levels. In fact, CrossNet is being played in over 10,000 schools to help teach the game of volleyball, so it really is for anybody, and I highly recommend it. CrossNet is now available in Walmart, Dick's, Shields, Academy Sports, and pretty much every other major retailer, so you shouldn't have a problem getting it. Or you can just head to CrossNetGame.com to pick up a net and make sure to use code SANDCAST for $25 off your order. All right, back to the action. This podcast is also brought to you by our good friends over at Wilson Volleyball. You guys know the drill. The AVP plays with Wilson Volleyballs. You know why? Because it is the absolute best volleyball in the game. The college game plays with Wilson. Even the German tour is playing with Wilson Volleyball. Wilson is taking over the world, beginning on the Castaway Island with Tom Hanks, and they're not stopping until they get the whole beach volleyball world. So do your part and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 
to play with the best beach volleyballs in the world. All right, that is Sandcast-20. It's almost summer again. Time to get your refill of volleyballs. So use our discount code Sandcast-20 to get 20% off of all Wilson volleyballs. And now, back to the show. Yeah, I, and I've been watching you guys play a lot. Like, hey, against Latvia and Italy, both those teams, I'm sure everyone listening probably know, has, they have amazing ball control, as you guys do too. And sometimes when the wind picks up, you're so used to set plays. Like, you're such a good set. Like, you can you talk guys into doing certain things. The one guy from Czech is a pretty big dude, jumps pretty high, and sometimes we don't know where he's hidden, and the wind doesn't. We don't know where the ball's going, so you don't get to run those set kind of plays. Yeah. So that's frustrating. That's what I felt. Like the- and, the Polish guy and Pol- actually was like, I just couldn't line up on his arm right. Yeah, and the ball's moving, and then he's hitting that yeah, weird it's, seam hit. <laughs> like it's like when, when players are, and, and these players are all really good, but when it's the top guys, you kind of expect them to make elite plays. Yeah. I, I guess you've watched them a lot. I don't know. And then when, you, when it, you're hitting guys you haven't played against as much, and they hit the ball at a different place on their shoulder, even if it's really awkward... Yeah. Which the Polish guy was kind of weird, how the way he hit it, um, it kind of messes with you. Yeah, you're thinking something. You're yeah, like you're yeah. you're like I got this, and then I'm lining up the right way, like I would on a really great and big player, and then it's just not good enough, you're, or it's not working, and you're like, <clears throat> what the hell? Like, why is this not working on this guy? I feel like more. I don't. I don't know. Maybe just watching a lot of volleyball. When the wind comes up, you get a lot more tweener plays. Like really, like that hit was not. I don't know if they were really supposed to hit it there. Like same with the, with the serve, like an arm. Like what? They that could was, be hoping and hitting. You know, like hope, closing their eyes and hitting. Yeah. And if it's in the wind, like, good luck playing defense. Mole and Sorn played Allison and Alvaro and just destroyed them in game one. Wind kind of was down a little bit. Game two, Alvaro started playing great. Went to game three. Allison was dying. Like looked like he was needed. Like he was ready to fold. Yeah, and he started hitting those seams and, and mole was at, was blocking him a lot at the beginning. And it was like, Oh wow. Like he's thinking he's going to go line. He th- he's thinking he's going to go angle and he's doing those tweeners. Well, sure enough, it gets to like 12 all or 11 all. And he goes for one more seam thinking he was going to go off the hands and mole was out of the way out of bounds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so it's one of those cat and mouse kind of games. Yeah. And sometimes when things are not going your way, just switch it up. Like yeah. stop going away from some, like the blocker. Maybe you got to go right at him and you might, you might score. But that Polish guy, yeah, he's, he's something you don't see a lot of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like knowing when to keep it in play too, right? Like oh, it's wind ball. We, we just started giving free balls over. If it's like, usually you'd like take a crack, like you want to get them out of system. Screw that. Screw just that. get it on their side. Especially if you get a dig and it's deep on the court, like even on the bad side, just bump it over on two, get it up high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Even on the good side, if it was what, like, cause as soon as you're trying to put, get it all the way up to the net, usually it's going, if you're on the one side, it's going to tail to the left. Yeah. It's going to tail to the right. I know. And then they're thinking it's a free ball. So geez, we got to do something good with this. Right. And sure enough, I'm calling for it, but it's over on your side of the court by the time yeah, it comes yeah, down. Yeah, right, and right. And that's another adjustment. And you, Yeah, you pass a free ball and you're like, okay, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to lift it and give myself some time. Yeah, if no. you lift that thing two or three feet too high, it's blowing back at you and your partner's like chasing it with the bump set. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel like an idiot. Yeah, if you serve on the one side, anything to the left side is going to the right, vice versa. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, but... Yeah. The one thing that you are noticing is people are starting to adapt a little bit better. 
yeah, there's yeah, still exactly. a lot of there's still a lot of setting issues, and that's one of those things you just man you try to keep letting it go, but it builds up, mm. you know. Yeah, I I setting passing and setting like if you're gonna go practice, you could just go practice passing and setting. That was our last practice. Yeah, all we did is practice it yeah. and practice different sets on different sides to see if we can make it a little easier on ourselves. The teams that are gonna win out here are the ones that can get the ball to the net and get a good swing on it. Not even a, like like a good 70, 80% swing on it. Like that's how gnarly the wind has been as I look out the window and it's actually not that windy right now. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but like no wind here is, is like a normal like windy day uh, elsewhere. Uh, there's always a breeze here, which can you imagine this heat? Like it's... It's super. We're playing wind ball and we're like dying in the heat. It's that hot in the mornings and stuff. So yeah, imagine if we didn't have the wind. Like we we'd be roasting out here. Yeah. Well, in Doha too, it was pretty hot, and they said it gets up to like 140 in their summer. And yeah, and we played the bronze medal match against Agatha Duda, and they said, hey, do you? That, I've never the, even heard of that. I'm, no, I didn't, I'm like, I thought Arizona was like 120, and that seemed like absurd. And the workers are still building on the cranes and building those buildings that nobody's occupying. Yeah. <laughs> Same as when you went, uh, or we went with John. Yeah. Um, but that Doha match, they said, hey, if you want, you can take a, not even a medical timeout, you can just take a timeout. I said, for what? Because it didn't feel that hot, and it was at night. And they're like, well, I guess the dude said, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll do that. And I was like, so you can just take a timeout? Yeah, if, like, you're feeling, you don't feel good. I'm like, wait, so, like, even if. Just like just, a heat timeout. Yeah. I'm like, for how long? And they're like, well, until you feel better. I'm like, if you're playing bad, you can just not feel good for right. today. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Let's start this over tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was, the I was more worried about the wind because it was, it was, it wasn't good, like, but it was more one side was a heck of a lot better than yeah. the other. I was like, wow, this is bad. Like, I, I was having a hard time getting serves over the net. Um, but again, like, having to deal with the elements. Mm. And, and the tournament, the whole tournament wasn't really windy until we got to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the anxiety levels are up high, too. And, and you're like, whoa, you're thinking you're dealing with one thing and then something else comes up. But yeah. you just got to like, deal with it. But I've been here in the summertime and it gets about 15 degrees hotter than what it is now oh geez um but you guys balled out in doha and um playing some good ball here some of the other teams are playing some good ball as well can you give us the update on the women's side of uh how the olympic race is turning out now that we have three events in under our belt this year well april and alex are in obviously yeah carrie and brooke are still quite a bit ahead Oops, yeah, get it closer. Sponsel and Clay's, moved, I think, moved up a little bit more. I've been trying not to focus too much on that, but yeah. them taking a fifth, getting through the country quota match, getting through the qualifier, like, that's that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, dealing with being quarantined right now for yeah. taking pictures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, there's, yeah, we got fans that are, uh, they had friends and they're kind of outside the bubble and they just want people to kind of keep the distance because they're trying to make sure we can get these three tournaments in. Yeah. So uh, I guess they took pictures and they're having to stay in their room. But, hey, when you take a fifth, you can handle staying in your room. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they moved up a little bit. We, I, 
we got to get into the semifinals um, pretty much for the rest of the way and get medals if we really want a chance. So, but and in Carrie and Brooks um, case too, they man they had to play three matches in one day because it was a four day tournament this yeah. last, and they balled out. They beat Anna, Patricia, Rebecca in a three set thriller. Like I was watching, I was like, damn, it went back and yeah, forth. That That's uh, right before my match. Yeah, Brooke over on well, there's a one. Carrie was balling outside yeah. and out too. Like it was like oh, was it nice? It was it was impressive to watch because again, that's another team. Anna Patricia Rebecca. You're like wait, they're like top in the world, and how they're like struggling to get out of pool and win a game and in yeah. uh, the playoffs. So on the girls' side, it's crazy to see all these like Australia as well, and then yeah. now this time it kind of bit them. Um, and they took a ninth, but they're used to being in the semis. But as for us, yeah, we got we we got to win tournaments. Yeah, it's it is what it is, right? When there's a limited amount of tournaments, and all the girls are playing really well. Yeah, I mean, it's good to. I, I think that your girls are really lucky to have you having been through this before, and like the stuff that you're saying is like, just focus on playing. You know, like yeah. you you can't. I actually Travis posted something on his Instagram today about about just the value of doing your best versus winning because like you can get lucky and win uh there's like examples like that in his quote um but you know if just doing your best is is like where the real value lies kind of thing you know and and to be in a situation where you have a shot at the olympics like you've done this already this amazing race like you need to enjoy it be present and don't let it take away from your opportunity to play right now. Like yeah. if take the Olympics out of this, how are you getting up for these events? You're, you're loving it. These events are still huge and they're the big part of your career. And you don't want the, the fact that the Olympics is on the line to cloud that and make you not enjoy it anymore. Like when I was back home, Rosie was telling us, telling Trev and I, it's like, you guys like he was at our practice and we were kind of stressed like we weren't playing great and he was like telling us stories about him and jake being on tour now that he's off the world tour he's like dude you have to enjoy it like this this is like a grind not not everyone gets the opportunity to even attempt this to like go at it against the best in the world um so it's really important that you don't like blow the opportunity to enjoy that um journey you know yeah, I, the yeah. Try not to let the reality of the moment steal your joy. Like there it is. Yeah, you know, like man, like you guys, Emily Kelly, you like you guys all go up to Mikhail, and you. I know it because I've been there too. Mikhail's our trainer. Uh, when you leave there, there's that he's feeling. Oh, he's been on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> if you haven't heard that episode, oh, go back and hear it. A few f bombs, I'm sure too. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> but you leave with joy. Mm. Right, like right. no matter how practice went in the morning, you're going in the afternoon or the on. Now he does it on opposite days and such, but that's a, a, a gratification. Like you got to have that. We're in a bubble. Like we're we're so lucky, gifted to be able to be in this bubble to yeah. to be able to play through this windstorm that we're in or the heat yeah. and and to have even tournaments before the Olympics and and it's 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 obviously it's hard right it, yeah we went through it like i still remember in poland casey chucking a ball off his head after we won game one and we're up in game two for a 13-9 instead we don't get the 13-9 then they roll off and they end up beating us in three which was huge for us 
because we're creeping on them. Yeah. And then we're sitting at the bar in Russia after yeah. you tear down the net against <laughs> Alice, yeah. Sun, and Bruno because things were going. I'm proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Try tears down the net, and uh, but he tore it down really well. They tried to like <laughs> tried to bear, put it up with like it floss. Took, like what? Like like. 20-minute break well, in the match? 20-minute break. They barely got it up, and then the next serve hit the tape and just crumbled again. <laughs> <laughs> and then after after the whole break, everything happens. We walk out on the court, and then they red card me. Yeah, and then like, they oh. <laughs> And I was like, maybe, because we had already lost game one to um, Allison Bruno, and I'm like, maybe this will turn the tides. I lost uh, the Olympic bid and, like, 500 bucks that yeah. tournament. <laughs> <laughs> but we were sitting, it was a lonely plate. We we're like, oh man, let's go down. We'll have a drink. And it was, that was tough because we were all top 10. Casey and, and uh, Jake deserved to be in the Olympics. We deserved, I felt like yeah. Phil and Nick deserved to be and in the Nick Olympics. Nick and Theo, almost. And then Nick and Theo could have been in the Olympics if they would have stayed together. Like there was, man, like it's yeah. like Brazil too. Like we're out there in dog fights and country yeah. quota matches as well. Like, yeah. but uh, I don't even know my point being. Just about the journey. Oh, the journey. Yeah, yeah. Like it, you got to try because is what what really does change. We're still going to go to the same event. We still want to win gold. You know what I mean? But there's that there's that process that we got to go through. Like whether it starts in the country quota, then go into the qualifier, then in your first play, your first match in pool, and after pool play, you're do we need to make any adjustments? Who are we playing? Like there's so many different circumstances, and there's so many moving parts and. With this tour, there's so many moving parts, right? Like, yeah. and so many times. Well, the one thing about COVID is we've all learned to adapt and adjust and just deal. Like, mm-hmm. who would have thought we're all wearing masks outside on the beach? And yeah, you know, I'm trying warming up the girls, and I'm coughing <laughs> my mask. <laughs> Got to keep it on. I'm like, Gee, can't breathe. I can't breathe. Thing because it gets so wet because it's so hot out there. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll flip and keep this thing on. <laughs> But, yeah, I feel like all the U.S. teams, you guys are in an awesome race, too. Yeah. And I feel like you guys are dealing with it well. Yeah. I mean, the men's, so the men's side, since we've been out here. So, I mean, you guys probably already know, in Doha, um, Trev and I didn't, we lost the country quota, so we didn't even get to go to the event. And then we, um, Phil and Nick took a fourth, which is what they needed exactly to pass us. They passed us by a few points. These first two events here, Jake and Taylor, I don't think they added any points, but they have a nice little cushion on on both Phil and I. Um, but so we took the, we both took ninths, Phil and Nick, Trevor and I in both events. So we got the same points. The difference is they were dropping lower finishes, so they actually gained points on us, even though we got the same finishes. They were dropping two forties for the last two events and we were dropping 360s for the last two events so they gained more in their 12 point total um so that's kind of the update on the men's side um theo Brunner and Kim schalk got a 17th in the first event coming out of the country quota and qualifier um but then they didn't qualify for the second one so that was a heartbreak or sorry they didn't um they didn't win the country quota. Billy and Miles won the country quota, and then Billy and Miles didn't qualify. They that was the team we played, right? Yeah, they played the Polish team. We ended up losing to, and and that yeah, Jake and Taylor lost to that same Polish team. Dang, they were like the U.S. Slayers, and and think about it for these athletes playing in the qualifier, like. 
uh, Sarah Hughes and Emily Day, they've been in the, they lost in the country quota twice. Therese Cannon and Kelly Reeves, they're just sitting here waiting for the country quotas to happen to get another shot, which is really brutal. But and Andy and Billy came in for a minute. <laughs> Andy and Billy came, yeah, they came in for to play the country quota. They were only signed up for one event, so they played us. They played us in the country quota, um, and we beat them pretty handedly, um, which we needed to. But then they just had to go right back home, I guess. Yeah, so Casey Patterson actually got hurt, by the way. That's why he wasn't here for the first country quota, which is why we didn't have to play in the first country quota. And then enough teams dropped out of the main draw so that Trevor and I actually slid into the main draw for the first event. Second event, that wasn't the case. And then Billy and Andy showed up. So we were in the qualifier, which then puts us in the country quota against... So we had to play the country quota, two qualifier matches, just to get to the main draw. And then we won... um, We won one in pool play and then had to play another one against the world champs at 17th and then we lost at 9th to Molensorm which is a gnarly draw by the way <laughs> to draw the Russians at 17th round one and then Norway at round two that was a bit rough but really fun playing those guys nevertheless um, that's the draws you get out here these days oh there's no good draws there's no the world tour is so gnarly yeah. like you could you could just you know take down some of the best teams in the world and you barely broke the top 10 yeah. or you got a 17th. Agatha Duda in Doha, uh, we should have played them to win pool, but Russia beat them. So we're playing Russia to win pool, but then they come all the way back around and they take a third. And then the first tournament in the bubble here, they didn't win pool again and came back around. Like Yeah, Australia. I know. You, you can't ever get, like if a team you're not, you're cheering against loses and doesn't make it out of pool play or something, don't start don't start cheering yet and and if there's a bad draw don't start cheering either like back in the day i feel like you're like oh that's a bad draw like that team's gonna crush them like it's all good now it's like that team has the worst driver and then they win the tournament you know it's the the tour is just so stacked nowadays when we played australia they play they played the Netherlands, which I don't, I'm pretty sure 20, don't quote me, 20, 21 or 21, 22. It's the lefty. They almost beat Sponsor and Clays. They had two uh, match points in Doha. They're legit. The one girl's like 6'4". The other one's just crafty, like good vision. Well, they wouldn't beat Australia. Like who, like, whoa, like they're good, but like Australia should probably win. No, not here, not in the bubble. Like not with the swirly wins. They dealt with it a little bit better. And all right, we got Australia because, you know, it's it's one of those things you just got to adapt. But that I think that's what will happen now in the Olympics. When you get a lot of these teams their seeds are going to start dropping like the way that on the girl side, especially one through five is way different now. And now the young Russian team is moving up like the Swiss team that we like there. It's, you're going to have some pools that are going to be like, what? I thought Anna, Patricia, Rebecca were like top five in the world. Right. Well, right now there's like pe- people's seeds are going to be way different Dude, than what I you look thought. At the rankings and every time I'm shocked. I'm like, wait, that team's top ranked. Like yeah. what? I thought. And then, and then I look at the qualifier and like, 
Losiak Cantor, like the five or six seed. I'm like, what is going on? Like, Isn't I had no crazy? idea. I didn't even know I was in the qualifiers. Even for you guys being <laughs> in the qualifiers, gnarly. Like, yeah. you're like, dang. Yeah. Well, and then with the country quotas, having to have one team in the qualifier. Right. And I was the well, we were the one seed in the qualifier. We had to play Pedro Solberg to get into to get. the main draw. I'm like, that's not the best draw. No. Or Sponsel Clay's. Um, they lost to Duda's uh, stepsister. Uh, that team's legit. They beat Carolyn Maria, who's a legitimate like yeah. uh, main draw team, like taking fifths, going to semis at World Champs. Like for sure, they were super, and they beat them, and they got to play them because they don't have any points. Or even the Netherlands team that they played in Doha and squeaked it out. Like that's a really really tough yeah. qualifier. Like that, those are two teams that obviously could do damage in the playoffs as well. And then you throw in the fact that there's so many good young players coming up. Like Europe in general is just like turning into this hotbed. So like. There's a lot of good young players. There's, I mean, there's another mole brother, by the way, yeah. that that Andy told me is even better than him, which I think he's just saying that, but I've seen the kid. He's long and lanky, and he's good at volleyball, and he's, I think he's winning at the junior levels too. So we, we got that to look forward to. And uh, the this, this Swedish team, these kids are like 19, and they're, take, they're beating good teams. They qualified in two events, and they took, like Alison to like 15 13 and and probably should have won that match and that's where you got to remember too like those young teams we're talking about like sweden they're having to play the top teams and they're going 15 13 17 but like they're already in those matches yeah. at that age it's like dang or even like the russian girls 23 24 in the finals right now on the girls side you're like in four years like that next olympics or the german girls like four different teams the guys too, like that young German team, like they're they're all so big too yeah. on the guy's side, like just massive dudes. Dude, yeah, it's crazy. The, the world. This guy that Phil and Nick lost to, he looks like he should be. He should have oh. a big indoor contract, oh, like yeah. the way he. He looks like he's playing indoor out here. Yeah, those two, Varenhorst and his partner, are just like two monsters just they rip every single ball even if they get blocked straight down which <laughs> we just watched the highlight on bounce beach varenhorst got blocked or, or anders mole got 14 blocks in two sets against those guys varenhorst is like 611 and he's got like a good shoulder and he's getting served over the young kid he's playing with because this guy looks like he's playing indoor on a girl's net yeah. <laughs> just bouncing balls yeah. everywhere yeah oh man world tour good stuff but i mean you know it's easy to lose sight of the fact that we haven't really played in a year like we had to take a whole year off and everyone's sitting at home like man i want to get back on tour like i want to yeah. do it at, you know i want to get back out there and then it's funny because like things get difficult like being in a being away from your family on the road um being in a hotel room and like on the grind and the stress of what's going on in general even though we're in paradise is stressful but it's funny how like your perspective can change in like two weeks where you kind of can forget like oh yeah like i've been waiting a whole year to play volleyball and now i'm like seven eight matches in and i'm like damn this is a grind i want to go home you know you can see it on some people's faces like they want to get out of here they want to get home get back you know um have a week or two off and then go to the next event you know play one event at a time but um, that's part of the mental battle as well. Is like, dude, we get to play more volleyball. We get to get better at volleyball right now against the best competition in the world. Like, just day before yesterday, I played 
against the same guys that I played in world championships uh, in the semis in the bronze medal match, you know? Like, I finally got rematches at them, and, I mean, that was just awesome. Like, that's that's why we play the game, is, is to be out here. But you have to keep it in mind, you know, when, when the difficult times come. Yeah, well, and you'll learn the most about yourself in these critical moments. And there's, we're in a bubble, there's critical moments every second. Like, yeah. the food. The food's not the greatest, like, and then they're shutting down restaurants. Well, there's only two real restaurants now that one one of them shut down because um three of the workers tested yeah so there was a mexican restaurant that one got shut down um because three of the workers tested positive um so i don't we don't know how they tested positive maybe they um brought it in um they can't leave nobody can leave we so lost our ball shaggers. yeah we lost the ball shaggers if you notice like there's none um they upped it to every other day you got to get tested, which the test is great because it only takes three minutes, you know, right away. You're not Just waiting. Scratch your brain for a few seconds. Yeah, or or a few more than a few seconds. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, and then the other restaurant, the Italian restaurant, um, it's really weird. They did, they're not happy. <laughs> I don't know if they're just working long hours. They're not getting tips or something. Or so, yeah. So there's one cafeteria and everyone goes to. And it's You're kind of getting the same stuff. Yeah. Um, but, again, and then, you know, we can all work out outside, and uh, which is great kind of thing. And I think that's how people are dealing with their anxiety. Yeah. I actually... Um, I mean, the outdoor gyms are great. You know, you're, it's kind of crazy though. Like, it's really hot out here, so like everyone's got their shirts off and like wearing barely any clothes. And I'm walking around like, I just like kind of took a step back and looked. I was like, these are like some of the most elite athletes in the world, yeah. for sure in volleyball. And like, I was looking at one of the um, Swiss guys. Yeah. He's one of the younger guys that just came out. He's probably like five eleven, six foot. The short yeah, yeah, the little short guys. And I was like, if he's in a normal crowd, he's probably tall. And he's like, you know, yeah. pretty yoked. Yeah, and like, yeah. he's like a big and like, you know, a super gross. athletic, like elite looking human being. Yeah. But out here, he's just like this little guy. <laughs> I was like, it's so crazy. Like the women, like everyone's so fit and just like ripped. And everyone's got their shirts off, yeah, working on outside you're seeing people's work ethic you're seeing what they're eating they're at the coffee shop like everyone's routines even our training tables are outside like we're getting massages and acupuncture in my neck and people are walking by and like oh god (laughs) you know well you gotta well that's one another thing that we're the protocols you don't want it to have massages inside because if you have a massage inside and say Tri went, then Trevor goes, and Emily goes, and Kelly goes, and Phil goes. If one of those people get it, um, then we all we're all in. Yeah, we're all contact tracing. We're all in close contact because everyone was in that room. If they if you do it outside, um, the protocol is a little bit different. So if one person was to get it, now the whole U.S. team that was sitting on that table wouldn't be out of the tournament. Mm. So, but yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, you're getting <laughs> yeah. needles put in you and such acupuncture, and people are walking right by. But it's cool. I mean, it's just like a really unique experience that like, I feel like looking back, like when our career's career's over, like you're looking back in 10, 15 years, you're like, that was cool to be a part of that, that bubble, you know, that's never going to happen again. And um, I actually just made a YouTube video on my, my YouTube channel. I started making videos or, or I started making videos consistently on my YouTube channel. So you guys should check that out. 
Um, it's just Triborn on YouTube. But I made a, I did a whole tour of the whole hub. I walked around to everything and kind of like saw the athletes working out. But it gives you a really good sense of like um, just what what it's like here in Cancun. You know, it's yeah. What I'm recognizing too, like if you you take the good with the bad, you know what I mean. Like being in a bubble, I love it. In this aspect, I got to drive over an hour to the beach. I got to be. Yeah. On, I got to figure out the timing, the traffic. You know what I mean. And it's usually rushing, rushing after practice. Run a couple, race back, get to my wife's work, pick up our kids, yeah. bring them home, help her out a little bit, and then I may have one in the afternoon. But there's your head's racing. And here it can start racing, but not for the right reasons. Mm. So you got to control yourself a little bit more. Yeah. I know it's when we're at home, we're going from one thing to the next to the next. But uh, managing um, things a little bit better when you're here, I'm learning to like the way I'm talking and the way I'm moving around. And you know what I mean? Like trying to be trying to make the most out of it and become a better coach yeah, yeah, in yeah. every aspect. And I think I know with Kelly and Emily, too, like they're doing I feel like they're doing a great job. I feel like you guys are, too. But hopefully we can take that into going in, going to Poland and or going to Poland and uh, Russia the Olympics and afterwards hopefully we can learn from this experience and everything we've gone through and become that much better of a coach and a player yeah exactly I, I think that's really well said it's like think if you know I think the experience the amount of like the amount you get to immerse yourself into like being a player and like learning and getting better. Like my goal this whole off season, right. is just to get better, get better and like learn and watch volleyball and all this stuff. There's no way I could get the experience and like value back home in a whole year, probably as, uh, I, I couldn't get that much, as much experience as I'm getting here in like a whole year back home. You know, you just can't, simulate it and over here it's like we have nothing to do but like do what we do best or like you know try to achieve the goal that we're we're trying to attack whereas back home you're like yeah we both got kids now like you got to turn it off at home you got to go be a dad be a husband and whatnot and um so it's cool in that sense that it's like an excuse like our families everyone's saying hey just go and do what you do best. Like, go, go try to be the best yeah. coach you can be. Go be the best player you can be. Because when you come back, back to reality. Yeah. Clean my poop, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Their diapers are getting bigger and heavier every yeah. moment. But you know what? Yeah. And just to elaborate on that, I'm on the fifth floor. I literally press the elevator, go down to the bottom floor, and I walk through the FIVB room, and I'm on stadium court. And I'm watching the best players in the world, like which to me I love it. It's the best way to learn. Is yeah. You're literally, and a lot of times when we're at tournaments, you're so pissed off. You want to get out of there after. Okay, book the two. Call United. Like, hey, we we're going yeah. to that. Can we do? And here it's like, no, we we're in it. You we're can not. cool off and go to your room, but then it's like, oh, I'm over it. I can like step outside and, and go watch the final. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and I I love that you're learning to like. Hey, I got to move on. Mm-hmm. I have to like the girls like. I, you know what? You want to let let this thing for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. There's no point in me sitting in my room. I I got no stations on the TV. Like I'm gonna. I might as well go learn. Yeah. And it, it's I'm embracing it and I'm loving it. It's 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 amazing because we want we're gone from it for so long. You know what I mean? I and it's it's cool to see like what other countries are doing, like what strategies are going with yeah. the way they're thinking the game should be played. You know, like 
just just embracing it, which is awesome because we don't know after you know these next couple of tournaments what's going to happen, and and I think we all learned that too in the last year. We don't know. We don't know when the AVP is coming back. We don't know when we get home. Like you know, is Russia going to get canceled? But you know, like we kind of pl- you're always thinking for the worst now, planning for the worst and right. hoping for the best for yeah. sure. But yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. That's pretty much all we got going out here. It's it's a really great experience, but it's a grind. It's like, you know, going to um, the weight room. Like, you're doing it because you want to. You're excited. I'm going to go lift. But then at moments during that lift, you're in so much pain, and you're having to decide whether you still want to be there or leave or finish your workout or finish the reps. Uh, but, like, it's embracing the fact that, like, you asked for this pain. You asked for this grind because it's what you love to do um and that's kind of how i think of this this bubble because it's it's a grind just being away and being in one place and having the same food and not having you can't even serve your own food by the way so like if no one's there at the salad bar the buffet you just have to stand there and wait for someone to come and when when it's packed you're just like standing there waiting for someone to like and there's like a spoon with like the granola that you want, like standing, sitting in front of you, you can't touch it. You have to wait for them to come over and scoop it on. <laughs> for some reason, it, it's an all-inclusive, but I mean, I, they, I don't know if they want us to all be on like a diet, but there's like... No Kona brew. So yeah, no Kona brew, but they're, the portions are so small. Like you got to keep, can I get a little bit more? (laughs) It's crazy. It's like, wait, it's all inclusive. It's not like you're going to run out of food, I would assume, or like fruit or avocado, stuff like that. They're they're probably used to regular humans. Now they have all these giant humans who are burning extreme amounts of calories. And we're like, oh, poquito mas, poquito mas. (laughs) Yeah. Like one more scoop, one more scoop. (laughs) And you have to go back like three times. We're going through a lot of chicken. In this bubble, for sure. Yeah, a taco, ton of chicken. Taco bars clutch. Taco bars clutch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eggs in the morning. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, again, just, it's funny. I wake up every morning, I'm like, God damn, that Russian coach beat me out there. God damn it. I'm, but, but then you I'm, have an opportunity to go, like, address it today, right? Oh, you, Not, you like, a normal tournament and be like, oh, I'll see you in three weeks. Totally. But now it's like. I'm gonna walk outside and watch you. Yeah, practice. <laughs> yeah. Just set, setting those little mini goals because you have so much time. Which that's one thing you don't realize. Like when you're going from country to country, there's always something next that you're getting ready to plan for. Yeah. Here, you've got a lot of time. So if you make the most out of it, man, you can accomplish a lot. Yeah. Again, you can't. Your result is what it is in the tournament. You yeah. can. It's you just got. You got to get over that and figure out a better way. And. You know, I've I've learned a long time ago. You can't just keep changing things to change things just because right. you lost. You know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes you got to live in the moment and just be like, "Hey, I, I've got to deal with this loss, and then I got to get over it and move on." And, you know, John was really good with that. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, "Are you? I can't believe you're still not pissed. Why?" He'd say, "Like, well, I am. Like, I'm I'm losing. Like, he just because yeah. it wasn't going to do any. It wasn't going to help. Right. And then it allows you to kind of stay even keel for that next one because sometimes you can get a little bit too low. Right. And then you try, you're working so hard to get back up. Yeah. And said, Hey, let's get a workout in, Mm. you know? So, yeah. Well, (laughs) whoa, (laughs) the, uh, the salsa got me there. 
The guac was making me sweat today. I want you to eat the guacamole. So, I mean, it's the hottest. I've never... Uh, Dude, I was coughing at lunch today because it was so hot. I got some like up in my nose and I was just like coughing. In my, and you don't want to cough right now, right? During COVID times, everyone's like looking at you. I'm like, no, no, no. It's the guac. <laughs> I was like sweating. I don't know. Latvian's coach, he literally started sweating and he had to get up. <laughs> he couldn't finish. He's like, I, I'm sweating really bad. I was sweating too. And there was two tables left. And there's during the day, there's two tables that have like these sunbeams on them. And nobody wants to sit in those chairs. <laughs> and the guys were getting, the servers were getting really mad because we were going up top where we weren't supposed to go. Because we didn't want to sit in the hot seats. I was already sweating from the guac. <laughs> and I was like, I can't sit there right now, dude. It's going to be like a sauna. Oh, anyway. Dude, yeah, there's animals everywhere, which I documented in my um, YouTube video. It's just a six-minute video, uh, the tour around the bubble. But I documented the animals as well. Literally, doc- there's iguanas and peacocks everywhere you go. Like... You have to look down or you'll step on an iguana. <laughs> it's pretty wild. But, um, Ev, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We should probably go eat, um, get some of that spicy guac. But uh, thanks, coming for, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks to the listeners for um, tuning in. Keep watching the FIVB YouTube stream. There's been some amazing volleyball out here. Um, I believe it's Beach Volleyball World on YouTube and and. Pretty much every single match is live. So stay tuned and um, watch us win the gold medal in this next event. You go. You go uh, like Trevor and call your shot like the AVP. We're winning it. We're going to win this. Shiza. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Ev, thanks for coming on. Shoot. Later. Later.